do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. We got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Liberal Cube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Liberal Cubicalist. This show is a journey, a quest, if you will, and I hope you will, into the inner reaches of my mind to pull forth all the media I have consumed. And I will say, in this particular episode, there is a lot. So you will need very strong pulley devices. Yes. That doesn't make sense, but a lot of this won't. Especially, as I have realized, I did not record last weekend, and I don't know if I recorded the weekend before, so I am possibly, or possibly, rusty. Uh, We will see as we go on. What will happen is I will push a button that will start a series of five five five-minute timers. I will, as always, try to stick to the timers, because I got shit to do. I was up at friggin' like 3.30 in the morning, because I'm an insane person, because I had so much to do today. Uh, to be fair, I went to bed and like immediately fell asleep at like 7 p.m. So, you know, it's not as crazy as it could potentially be, but I've been up. I had a bunch of uh, chores to do. I did them all. It's now 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's. Uh, I don't know if I've brought this up uh, on the podcast yet, something has happened where I can't sleep in, which has always been the case. However, uh, it's sort of reached, uh, somewhat more extreme degrees as I have gotten older, uh, where getting up at three, four, uh, o'clock is sort of the norm. Almost. It feels like, like when I sleep until five or six, that is, well, <laughs> you just heard me say that's sleeping in. Uh, does that happen to other people? Am I uh, losing my mind more than normal? I don't know. So the audience participation comes in the form of if this scenario describes how your sleep patterns have progressed, please let me know that I'm not alone. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, you some things. Movie monologue. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Madison Brand Fish Fingers. Thank you that sponsorship of this movie monologue uh, which i should mention i did not at the top of the show this movie monologue and all segments in this episode could potentially contain spoilers so if you have not seen some of the things uh you know be aware of that as a sort of warning i suppose that is uh 
movie the first splash uh from what year is splash from actually that's a good question 1984 so i was you know three years old i don't think i saw it when i was three years old uh in fact i don't think i ever saw it uh and the missus found that out that i had never seen the movie splash and she was shocked shocked and dismayed you might say uh so we remedied that situation together uh and what we decided to do is have a a nice dinner of fish tacos while watching the movie splash delightful the tacos yes and also the movie uh love tom hanks uh i think i might have like if you asked me if you said is john candy in the movie splash I, i probably would say yes but i didn't like actively know that so uh, that was a pleasant surprise because I uh, love John Candy, uh, Canadian. Yes, good. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with this movie, uh, it does have some of that 80 movies vibe of like, this. they made a movie out of this. A young man is reunited with a mermaid who saved him from drowning as a boy. He falls in love with her not knowing who or what she is. Uh, also a highlight is a uh, evil scientist played by Eugene Levy other Canadian, uh, quite a few Canadians in this, actually, now that I sort of run down the thing. Uh, okay, so rating-wise, um, the thing about 1980s comedies is I can understand how, uh, someone who is younger than I might not like them. Uh, that being said, I love them. Uh, I don't know if I can give it a 5 out of 5. Uh, I give it close to a 5 out of 5. Moving on to The Unicorn, a 2018 comedy, uh, which I will say definitely falls under the category of, uh, and this comes up fairly often, um, movies that I heard mentioned on a podcast that sounded good. Uh, now, probably the reason that it came up is because the star, or one of the stars of the movie, is none other than Lauren Lapkus, who is a podcast royalty, uh, and who I love. Yes, am in love with her. Uh, also, her co-star, Nicholas Rutherford, uh, used to do a show on Venice Beach. On It was a YouTube uh, web series, I suppose you would call it, where he and, uh, and one of the uh, Beck Bennett, he's also in the movie, would sit on Venice Beach and sort of <laughs> act out what people were either saying or thinking. Uh, and if you're unfamiliar with Venice Beach, a lot of weird people there. So it made for a god damn delight and so did this movie uh on the note of that rating wise geez can i go five out of five uh i i think like the last movie i can almost go five out of five on this movie i really really liked it uh which is no surprise for the reason that uh, it falls into the category of dark comedy i would say and if you are a long-time listener if such a thing exists uh you will know dark comedies tend to be my favorite uh uh uh, type of movie. Uh, an indecisive couple facing the fourth year of their engagement finally decides to take the next big step and have a threesome. Ah, interesting and very, very funny. Lots of funny parts, lots of awkward parts. Um, can see myself in this couple, and I bet a lot of people can. Just the sort of uh, couple looking for. <laughs> oh, geez, now it's going to sound like the Mrs. and I are looking for a threesome. Hey, taking applications to the email address provided in the closing credits since no one has ever uh, sent me an email to that let's just assume that will happen again moving on to a movie from 1989 leviathan an american deep sea mining colony stumbles upon a sunken soviet vessel hiding a horrifying secret uh yeah i feel like 
uh, in the 80s, uh, early 90s, there was a lot of underwater type movies, uh, and this is one of them. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that memorable, so uh, I, I do remember liking parts, so I'm going to go three, which is enjoyed while watching, but probably wouldn't watch again. And I remember there were some, some crazy visuals, but uh, other than that, um, I, I, you know, Daniel Stern's in there, Peter Weller. Peter Weller coming to Fan Expo. Uh, in Toronto, I'm thinking of getting his autograph, so, you know, I could tell him I saw Leviathan. <laughs> I'm sure he'll really appreciate that. Uh, moving on to the final movie, 47 Ronin. Oh yeah, uh, this does fall under that uh, same category of heard people talking about on a podcast uh, and had never seen it. Uh, stars uh, Mr. Keanu Reeves. Just pause it for a second. Even though I said I was going to stick to the timer, I lied apparently, as I usually do about that. Uh, a band of samurai set out to avenge the death and dishonor of their masters at the hands of a ruthless shogun. Uh, yeah, just sort of an over-the-top uh, 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 samurai, super bloody, uh, cool fight movie. Uh, and if you go in with those expectations in mind, I think you're going <laughs> to, excuse me, I think you're going to like it, uh, as I did. Rating-wise. Three and change, I'm going to go for this movie. Uh, 47 Ronin gets a 4.7 would be cool, but no, maybe not that high. But it's still, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good. Three and change. Television talk. Today's Television Talk sponsor is Revenge Brand Ice Cream, Best Served Cold, because it's ice cream. Thank you for that sponsorship. I have two, yes, I did mention Jam Packed, uh, two television programs, two full seasons of two full television programs. The first of which is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Season 6 specifically, as uh, it was just made available for your viewing pleasure on Netflix. Uh, at least I should always specify when I say things like that. Uh, Canadian Netflix, in my case, because the U.S. is different, which is a shame. It should just all be universal. <sighs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't see the show slipping at all. Sometimes when shows get up to these uh, 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 higher season levels, there could be a dippage in quality, but uh, I don't think that is at all what is happening here, and I thank them for it wholeheartedly. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, it's a ridiculous, funny program. Um, if you're unfamiliar, if you're unfamiliar, that'd be surprising, because that's not a word, but if you're unfamiliar, uh, let me read a, a little bit of the season synopsis. Holt! Finds out he has lost the commissioner position to John Kelly and is sent into a deep depression until Jake and Amy encourage him to stand up to Kelly's regressive policies resulting in the new commissioner retaliating against the 9-9. Yeah, so uh, a, a lot of turmoil comes from the fact that imagine if you worked in a department uh, where your boss hated you. <laughs> He's not going to just treat you like uh, crap. He's probably going to treat your whole department like crap, which is what happens here, so... A lot of sort of fun arises from that 
stuff on top of the normal hijinks uh there was one episode uh i think let me see if i can yeah hitchcock and scully so if you're on uh, if you're on for two sort of secondary characters a little bit hitchcock and scully are the sort of quintessential very bumbling dumb uh, 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 police detective types, if that could be a trope, which I guess it can be. Uh, and, and they had a whole episode devoted to like a, a, a f- sort of a flashback to what they were like, I guess, back in the 80s, where they were, you know, hot and good at their jobs. Uh, so that one was a delight uh, to see how that sort of transpired. I like it. Uh, okay, so uh, moving on, as I mentioned, we had two television shows, uh, the second being AP Bio, or Advanced Placement Biology, if you prefer to say it correctly, which I don't. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, this, similar to some movies mentioned in the previous uh, segment, uh, definitely falls into things I've kept hearing over and over and over again on podcasts. Uh, and it's just online everywhere, and uh, I'm in a, a Facebook group where it, it, it got so spoken highly of so highly spoken of even uh that i I had to check it out and i gotta say it is hilarious starring glenn Houghton as uh who you may recognize from uh it's always sunny in philadelphia he plays a teacher at uh what yeah what state is this in uh toledo ohio oh that's where uh corporal Klinger was from toledo <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, he's a uh, Harvard fisol- <laughs> philosophy scholar, philosophy faller, and uh, uh, he's working here because he sort of uh, lo- uh, lost his tenure, didn't lose his tenure, hasn't yet got his tenure. I-, I-, I can't really remember why he's here, but he's not happy to be here, needless to say. So he's sort of coming in with the attitude that uh, I, I'm going to do my time in the school until I can blow this popsicle stand and get back to my real uh, fancy educational life. Uh, but do things turn out that way? I don't know. Why does the school hire someone who clearly doesn't want to be there and is quite uh, obviously horrible, horrible at their job to a comedic degree? Hence this being a, uh, a comedy you know, program, uh, because they want the sort of, uh, cachet, I suppose you might say, which rhymes, of having a, a Harvard professor teach at their little school. Uh, Patton Oswalt's there. You're going to see a lot of, uh, uh, funny people do funny things. Highly recommend. Five out of five. Easy. For both these shows, actually. Conan, the librarian. Don't you know that we decimal system... Today's book banter sponsor is The Gypsy Diet. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, this is a double movie monologue. Yes, uh, quite often what will happen if I don't record for a while, uh, movies will get uh, sort of backed up, which is what has happened in this episode, which is why I have four, eight... 12, 13 movies total in this episode, which is a goddamn lot. This might as well be a movie podcast, but it's not, so calm down. Sometimes it is, but this time it's not. Anyways, similar to the movie Splash, Jaws 3D is a movie I had never seen. At least, bits and pieces looked familiar, but I don't think I had. So, when the missus found that out, she also rectified it. This time, she didn't do so with... 
uh, uh, fish taco dinner accompaniment, which is perhaps why I didn't like it as much, or the fact that it's not a very good movie. <laughs> uh, I think people look at this movie nostalgically, which I'm not sure if that's a word, um, with nostalgia is probably more accurate, uh, which I don't have, so maybe that's why I didn't really care for it rating-wise. Uh, it does verge into the so bad it's good, definitely, I would say. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr., <laughs> you know, he, he's in it. Uh, so, rating-wise, I, 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 I go like a two and maybe a bit, and some of the dumb parts, like uh, the, the, the 3D, because we weren't watching it in 3D, they do make the parts that were, say, you're sitting in a movie theater... Uh, and actually experiencing the 3D, those parts are obvious. <laughs> and some of them are dumb. Oh, shit, I, I wish I had written them all down. Like, some of them just make no sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a strange 80s, what-is-going-on Jaws movie. Yeah, there you go. That uh, sums it up. Now, summing up the movie Jabberwocky from 1977 will be made easier if I read the IMDA. A young peasant with no interest in adventure or fortune is mistaken as the kingdom's only hope when a horrible monster threatens the countryside. Okay, so this movie, uh, Jabberwocky, and the next movie, Bad Black, uh, fit into similar categories of uh, me watching them and then finishing them and then not really having any idea what I just watched. <laughs> So, let, let me read Bad Blacks from 2016. Uh, a mild-mannered doctor is trained in the art of ass-kicking... Art of... Okay, this is not good English, I don't think. A mild-mannered doctor is trained in the art of ass-kicking commando vengeance... Okay, I guess so. By a no-nonsense ghetto kid named Wesley Snipes. Oh, I didn't even catch that part in the movie. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this is the... Made by a Ugandan uh, film company. It's apparently there's a, a burgeoning Ugandan uh, film filming going on. I suppose. Uh, what I will say of this movie is uh, some of it I don't think was in English, and maybe that <laughs> some of it, and I didn't have subtitles, so that may have screwed me up. And then there's sort of like a, an English narrator over the course of most of the movie, so that I, I would sort of listen to his voice. Uh, and that was sort of strange because uh, I don't know, was he narrating from just the point of view of like someone watching the movie it felt like? It was very, very strange. Uh, so both of these movies, uh, I, I think ratings, I'm going to have to give a question mark. Yeah, which I uh, I know I've given a lot of convoluted ratings. Um, question mark, I don't think I've ever done before. But that's what Jabberwocky and Bad Black are both going to get because I don't really know what they were about. Moving on to a movie I do know what it was about uh, and had seen it before, uh, Thinner from 1996. Uh, so a man is uh, uh, cursed, a fat man, let's specify, uh, is cursed to be thin. Oh no. Um, but uh, it's a gypsy, gypsy curse, so yeah, you know, it actually is bad, and uh, he's going to die if he doesn't uh, get it cured, and cured quickly. Uh, I used to, and I hadn't done it in a while, talk about my name curse, uh, where I... There, there I go, pausing again. Uh, where I have the uh, inability to remember names, because I was driving, and while receiving a blowjob, 
uh, uh, ran over a gypsy woman uh, whose uh, father then cursed me with the inability to remember names. Now, if you've ever heard me say that on previous podcasts, uh, you now know that that did not actually happen, and that is actually just the exact uh, 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 plot synopsis of the movie Thinner, just replace uh, inability to remember names with uh, being thin. So, there you go. Uh, and last but not least, talk radio. Oh yeah, Thinner, I should give a rating. Uh, it's, it's a fine movie, and I've seen it at least twice now, so there must be some sort of redemption to it. It's a little strange and a little B-movie-ish, based on Stephen King uh, book, which I think I read. I don't know if I've read that one yet. I've read more, I've read most of Stephen King's stuff. Uh, so I'll go three plus, yeah. Uh, it's got to be above a three for the reason three is enjoyed while watching, but wouldn't watch again. And I've seen it twice, so I, I, I must give it more than three. This final movie, Talk Radio from 1988, uh, I'll give 4.73. Haha. Gonna have one goddamn accurate rating in this episode that is not convoluted. 4.73 Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, this is another one I've seen every once in a while. Uh, a rude contemptuous talk show host becomes overwhelmed by the hatred that surrounds his program just before it goes national. Uh, yeah. I kind of don't know why I like this movie. A lot of it takes place in the... Oh, it's Oliver Stone. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm. Directed by Oliver Stone. Uh, it, it's sort of... Uh, the vast majority of it takes place in the radio station, and I, I do tend to like movies that all sort of take place in one locale for some reason, like one location, uh, and I don't actually know why that is. Question. Question mark. Today's Game Gabin is rather uh-huh, a triple movie monologue. Not unheard of, but rare. And again, it's because uh, I've had a lot of stuff on the go um, that I've had to do, which I'll explain in the next segment, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, so that stuff has entailed not being able to play games so much. Uh, so I'll usually have like a movie or a television show on in the background while I'm doing said stuff. So that's why there's been a bit of a build-up let's say. Just to explain. Uh, did I give the sponsor? No, I don't think I did. Uh, today's uh, triple movie monologue sponsor is Lovitz Divorce Attorney. Lovitz or Leavitz. Uh, okay, so I've got four movies, the first of which is called Cook-Off! Exclamation point in the title. That's pretty ballsy. Uh, from 2007, 2007 rather, uh, amateur chefs from around the country compete for a million dollar prize in the ultimate food fight. Uh, this very much reminds me of the movie Best in Show, uh, but uh, I will admit not as good. And uh, I, I think credits critics sort of agreed <laughs> with my sentiment here. This is not a movie that is looked on favorably by critics. That being said, many funny moments, uh, lots of uh, uh, funny people in it. Uh, Rating-wise, I, I, you know what? I go like a solid three. I, I, I enjoyed it while watching. The odds of me watching it again are slim. 
I will say. But uh, there's definitely laughs to be had. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it, it's good, not clean fun. Uh, high School High is our next film from 1996. Uh, okay, so uh, this falls under a, a category of movie, I will say, ones that every five to ten years I will rewatch. Uh, remembering funny times from it, <laughs> from which I remember funny times is a better sentence. Um, Richard Clark is Richard Carl Richard. Oh my God, what's going on? Richard Clark has just left the well-known Wellington Academy to teach at Marion Barry High School. Now he will try to inspire the D average students into making good grades and try to woo a fellow teacher. The fellow teacher in the form of Miss Tia Carrera. Ooh, baby. Uh, Richard Clark, played by John Lovitz. Uh, yeah, John Lovitz is an interesting <laughs> character, actor, guy. Uh, there's funny, dumb moments in this. It's a spoof, I think, of Dangerous Minds for the most part. Uh, and I think it came out around the same time. Uh, we, we could do. You know what? I, I do have a Dangerous Minds. I do have. So that Dangerous Minds came out in 1995. And this came out in 1996. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess the possibility that this is a spoof of that just got a little bit higher. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. I love a good spoof. Uh, Rating-wise, again, dumb, fun, laughs, strange things that have nothing to do with the plot. Uh, see, I, I gotta go like a four. Yeah, it's dumb fun. If you want to turn your brain off a little bit and have some dumb laughs, uh, this is... A movie that will do that for you. Moving on to uh, an also fun movie, less dumb, a, a smart fun movie. Yeah. Uh, the Oath from 2018. In a politically divided America, hmm, a man struggles to make it through the Thanksgiving holiday without destroying his family. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's uh, that's accurate. Uh, starring Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish, uh, among uh, other very, very funny cast. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, in the U.S., and I wonder, like, <laughs> there's so much in this movie that'll make you think, oh, yeah, geez, uh, could this happen? Could this happen? Where the president uh, wants uh, everyone in the U.S. to take an oath to be loyal to the country sort of thing. That's what the titular oath is about. Uh, and this guy refuses to do it, so people come uh, to his door from the uh, quote-unquote government and are going to question him, and shit sort of falls apart from there, very much so, uh, to a comedic degree. Uh, so rating-wise, I think I'd go... Jeez, definitely falling into the dark... Uh, comedy category, so I'd probably go 4.74. Ah, there you go, another accurate rating. Uh, last but not least, uh, yeah, that's that's accurate. Last but not least, Pet Cemetery from 2019. S e m a t a r y is how they spell that, because kids spelt it. Uh, okay, so if you saw the original Pet Cemetery. Uh, basically, this is what they did. They took that movie, remade it, and then key points of that movie, they changed. So they kept the key points, but they would subtly change things enough so that if you 
saw the original, you were expecting one thing to happen, and then a, a, a subtle thing would happen differently. Or maybe a not-so-subtle thing, but, but often a subtle thing. Uh, so, cool for the reason that there's parts that happen exactly the same, um, but then uh, also cool because you were sort of expecting things to happen, and then when something subtly different happened, you're like, oh, geez, oh, wow, that's pretty crazy. Uh, let me give one spoiler, uh, and, and this is sort of... If you haven't seen the first one, it's not really going to affect you too much, I don't think. Um, that's But if you have, <laughs> it will. So, you know, I'm saying this, keeping this in mind. Uh, th what happens is one of the children die in the first movie and a different child dies in this movie so you're you, and they're sort of setting that, that's what they did smart i think one one like my jaw did drop a little bit when what happened happened so they're setting it up where the kid who you think is gonna die could um because if you saw the first one you know oh yeah this kid's gonna die this is gonna be pretty crazy so they're setting it up so he's he's about to die uh, and then the other kid dies, and you're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> so it's a different feeling. Like, it's a different surprise. It's a, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a, that wasn't supposed to happen surprise. So uh, that was a pleasant surprise to be that surprise. Uh, it's not scary. Uh, there, there's not really any scary moments, I would say. And, you know, in a horror movie, you, you kind of want that. Uh, John Lithgow's good. Uh, the, who played the main guy? Jason Clark. Jason Clark. Uh, yeah, he's... Wait, wasn't that the name of... Jason Clark? Wasn't that the name of uh, John Lovett's character? Uh, I already closed the window. Anyways, he was Mr. Clark. Uh, yeah, so rating-wise... Jeez. You, you know what I, I, I should have done? I watched this with the missus, of course, since it's a horror movie, and that's her favorite genre. Should got her rating. Uh, I, I think she thought it was okay. Well, I, I know she did, because she told me, but I don't know what her number was. Um, but she also said it wasn't scary. Uh, yeah, what I'm curious about, uh, someone who had never seen the first one, what they would rate it, versus someone who had seen the first one, what they would rate it. Uh, and somehow it would have to be the same person. <laughs> so, we need, like, an alternate reality me to also rate this. Please and thank you. I give it like a three. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie bit me. Ah. Is this real life? Internet intercourse. I like turtles. Today's internet intercourse sponsor is Squarespace. <laughs> Like a real podcast. Uh, okay, so, uh, yes, this is an interesting internet intercourse. Ooh, that's three eyes there. Uh, in that uh, I'm bringing back my own website. Yes, I have created my own website using Squarespace as my means in which to do so. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you listen to, may have been last episode or last couple episodes, I spoke of uh, how my YouTube channel somehow, some way, was uh, terminated for spam, is what they called it. Uh, tried to get answers as to what specifically triggered that. Uh, I have my theory that the site that hosts uh, this podcast, Podbean, 
uh, I had it set up so my episodes of this podcast would automatically be posted to YouTube, and I kind of think YouTube didn't like that, uh, because one of the spam things it said it could be is multiple videos with the same thumbnail, and when I did that, all the videos would have the same thumbnail, so maybe it was that. That being said, I was in contact with YouTube and cannot get a straight answer for out of them, um, with regards to why it happened, with regards to if anything can be done to get it back, uh, there was some hope where, uh, I, 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 uh, was tweeting back and forth a little bit, and then, uh, once they, uh, slid into my DMs, <laughs> uh, all they did was literally send me the exact same form letter that the first email got, so, uh, it was sort of a bit of a waste of time, uh, I, I'm not gonna give up necessarily, like, I'll still tweet at them, uh, I'll res- I responded to that message. I've, I've been very, very polite, uh, which I think has helped. Um, but but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, my hopes are low for uh, getting that back, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I am here to talk about is that sort of uh, was the impetus to start this website, which is called, oh yeah, I should perhaps mention that, uh, anerdywebsite.com. So A, the letter, nerdy, the word, website, also word.com a nerdy website.com yeah uh, feel free to check it out uh, let me know what you think uh, I just wanted a sort of a repository of all the things I had created be they uh, all the YouTube videos which uh, what I did is took them all and uploaded them to Vimeo which uh, I think is a little more uh, uh, lenient or even the fact that I like I think I could have re-uploaded well you're not supposed to start a uh, like, I, I, I'm basically banned from YouTube. Like, I, I'm not allowed to start a new YouTube channel, even. Hmm. Yes, we'll see about that. Uh, so, uh, what I did was uh, took all those videos that were on YouTube, put them on Vimeo, and then linked them to this website. So, they're all there. Uh, all uh, this podcast also will be there. Uh, there, there's well you know what what don't I just tell you so uh, all my nerd can adventures are there uh, both the pictures and the videos uh, the Libraku podcast is there uh, uh, something else that's coming soon which I won't uh, get into right now that's a surprise uh, videos yeah I already mentioned pictures that's just sort of random pictures or some uh, memes or memes I made over the years uh, words uh, if you ever listen to my just tweets or uh, uh, what were they called? Comedy Bang Bang When You Rathers. I, I posted a couple hundred of those. Uh, social media contact and physical creations, which I haven't added yet. So same, things I've actually made IRL. I'm going to post some of the, the makings of those as well. Uh, I got a cool little logo that I made uh, with the help of my cousins. She sort of uh, uh, tidied it up a little bit, but uh, I think it came out pretty good. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. Um I'm basically going to, if I ever create stuff, have it all there where I can sort of control it more. And I used a Squarespace, which uh, I can't remember. You know what? I was going to, my, my original plan was to tweet at whoever's promo code I use, but I honestly can't remember. It was either uh, Comedy Bang Bang or it was uh, Jimmy Pardo, Never Not Funny. Uh, it was it was one or the other, and I tried to look in to see who I used because I forgot. Uh, so I didn't want to like lie to one of them <laughs> and say, uh, I used your promo code. But I, I, I did use somebody's promo code. It's just I couldn't remember uh, which one. Anyways, use my promo code, which I don't have. Um, free Squarespace website. 
Uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Squarespace because this is internet related. Uh, when you hear ads for it, they all say it's easy. And uh, compared to some things, it's easy. <laughs> but it did take me uh, a couple of weeks to figure everything out. Uh, it, it's similar. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, if you listen to my talk of Dungeon Painter Studio, which is something I use to make D&D maps, the, uh, a similar learning curve in that uh, when I first started, it was, it, it was tough to figure things out. Uh, but then once you get going and you start to, things start to click, then it gets easier. Uh, so I, I'm at that point now where I, I kind of got it figured out. I could probably do like a video of, of, of the basics of it now. Uh, which, you know, maybe I would do that. I, I don't know. There's there's some potential in that. Um, uh, I bought my uh, adnerdywebsite.com from GoDaddy. Uh, they had a sale on. So I have it for 10 years for, I think it was like a hundred and something dollars. Like uh, I, I could have got it for a year for like five bucks, which I thought was pretty good because they say uh, 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 words... Uh, and that short uh, is kind of hard to get, stuff like that. So uh, I think I got a pretty good one. And I do like the name, anerdywebsite.com. You know, that's that's pretty good. I got to do some... Uh, I've been lurking, looking into search engine optimization, or SEO, uh, which I, I don't really get. Uh, and I, I probably need professional or <laughs> amateur help with um, because I, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. But I, I've been studying on that a bit. Uh, it, it's kind of boring, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I'd rather just have someone like help me with it. Uh, so if if you know what, uh, man, I, I don't think I've ever had an episode where I've asked for so much audience participation. But uh, if you listening to this know of any uh, amateur SEO uh, help that could give me uh, with that, you know, hey, why not, right? Why not, folks? That's it. We did it. That leaves. Something to say, which is always the final thing to say, which is, of course, it's nice to be nice to the nice. Da, 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 da. Done and done. And I mean done. Done and done. <laughs> I like Ron. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening time to plug some things and I do not mean buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper